It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hey, 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 you made it here on a Saturday. Congratulations to you. And let's be honest, a very big congratulations from me after all of the chicanery that went down in Tampa Bay Thursday night and Friday. Man, oh boy, oh man, we lost a lot of good brain cells out there. It was a battle, uh, but we survived it. And uh, to be fair, it was nothing compared to the battle that went on in Washington this week. As disgusting of a week as I can remember in covering politics and uh, understand this was a show that was launched on the very day the pandemic hit our shores and we muscled through that. And of course, the summer of George Floyd and what looked like a full on societal unrest and the election of 2020 and the food fight that ensued after that. But we saw this week with the unprecedented SCOTUS leak and the lies and distortions and character assassinations that ensued. It really was, I always say, you know, a race to the bottom in Washington, but we might have actually hit it this week. It was gross, uh, whether it was Democrats saying, you know, Republicans want to ban gay marriage after abortion, and they're going to ban school integration, and they're going to ban, you know, gay kids from sitting in classrooms with straight kids. Understand, you guys, the SCOTUS draft that leaked specifically says none of that's going to happen. Everybody calm down. But the Democrats ran with it anyway. Dirtbags like Joy Behar, who said they were going on a sex strike because of Roe v. Wade. Now, obviously, that was her husband's idea so he could get out of, you know, doing the old horizontal hula. But the point is, people took a lot of cheap shots at Republicans this week. And they always do, and I'm pretty used to it. But I really appreciated one guest more than any other because she restored order in a way that gave us clarity on all of these Democratic positions and the role reversals that have ensued, whether it was my body, my choice when it came to, you know, abortions, but certainly not vaccines, because obviously the people saying my body, my choice were forcing you to get a vaccine you didn't want into your body, or whether it was men that could get pregnant, which, of course, we're now hearing abortion as a women's rights issue when those same Democrats told us a week ago with a straight face that men were dropping babies out of their you know what. Uh, It was fascinating to see this role reversal through the eyes of a woman. So for that reason, we give the game ball to the great Lara Trump, her highness of the hoop hearings, someone who may or may not have been at my Tampa Improv show this next Thursday, this last Thursday. I will not confirm nor deny like she refused to confirm nor deny that Donald Trump's about to come back down the escalator. But it looks an awful lot like it's true. So without further ado, Lara Trump, the game ball is yours. Come get it. I've got to head the detox because it was a rough week. When I leave town, remember I used to make fun of you when you're on the Women for Trump bus, and I was like, all of you moms getting away from your kids, you're just getting trashed and having a good time. And that was probably true. I mean, but you I were just, yeah. yeah, you were being honest. That's right. <laughs> those, those weren't insults. That was more of a documentary yeah, than a comedy I was exactly. filming. Uh, but I'm the same way. Like, when I leave Jenny and Lincoln, it's like an Amish rum springer. All she asks is that I make it home alive and I don't bring a new baby with me. And uh, I'm usually one for two. Uh, but, no, when I leave, it gets pretty rowdy. So we're going to have a wild night at the improv. Uh, but I, I'm, it's not, wow. I'm pretty sure it's not why you called up. But can I ask you one question really quick? I would um, love it, yeah. We, we brought you on to the Beastie Boys because we always bring you on to the coolest music. Because I, I, deep down, I, I never want to pay you this compliment, but you know I do think you're the coolest. I know our, our relationship. Obviously, most people. Do stop. <laughs> All right, that's a that's enough. Hold on a second now. Get her out. Get her out of here. 
Now, now I'm hitting you with your father-in-law's clips. But I, I was thinking, that. I was I'm thinking about. Oh, there you go. I was thinking about this. If the Beastie Boys put out an album now, would they have to be called the Beastie Days? Because you can't say gender terms. <laughs> yeah, or one of the terms that I really don't even know the Z's, the Zims. I don't even know what any of this <laughs> stuff means. I just occasionally hear it if I'm like flipping through, you know, Instagram and somebody's making fun of it. But you're probably right. It, it's highly offensive that they call themselves the Beastie Boys in the same manner the Spice Girls could, were, would have to totally change their tune as well. I mean, we can't, we, you, you can't have nice things, and thanks a lot, Democrats, for where we are. The, the Spice Thems. That would be amazing. Yeah. You'd have the, the Beastie Zers and the Spice Thems. It's such a dumb and time can, to be alive. It's so dumb. And can I just say, as a, as a grammatical, I, I don't want to call myself nerd, but I'm going to just say that. I, I love English and grammar, and it drives me crazy. Because there's nothing grammatically correct about utilizing they and them in the senses that we are. We're talking about a single person. Mm. It's not a plural, but I digress. I can't even handle it. (laughs) If that's the biggest problem we we have, then we're in good shape. Unfortunately, we know we have a lot bigger problems than that. That's just a real annoyance for me. Well, yeah, you're spot on. We're talking to the great Lara Trump, and I bring it up only because what we are starting to see uh, with the SCOTUS leak this week is, and it is Throwback Thursday, we're starting to bring back this thing called biology because we're hearing a lot about a women's right to choose. Now, a week ago, that would have been transphobic because I thought it was a man's right to choose just as well, seeing as men can get pregnant. But isn't it fancy how they distance themselves from their own nonsense in times like this? It's such a cyclical a situation that the Democrats have found themselves in. Here, I was just all excited to use the pregnant man emoji. I'm using it any chance I get at all times because it is so ridiculous and outrageous. But, yes, we have people that can't define the term woman until, wait a minute, we have this leak come out, and all of a sudden they're now back on board for the women. I don't understand. So which one is it? The Democrats can't pick where they stand on any issue, especially when it comes to women. And apparently they think that we're all dumb out there. They tried to throw – Kamala Harris at us, throw us a bone with her. Thanks a lot. First female vice president. What a win in that category. And then they continue to double down on these dumb ideas that they think women are just going to flock to the Democrat Party over. And this one is no different. But they forgot that their own agenda, their own narrative is that men can get pregnant, too. So they really box themselves in. And I'm, I'm curious to see how they get out of this one. Well, you know, how they're trying to get out of it, which I think is so fascinating, is we're back to my body, my choice. After a year of firing people from their jobs, if they didn't want to put a vaccine in their body, that was not their choice. And it's uh, back to you saying everything with them is so cyclical and hilarious. Like it really is, though. We've seen them abandon positions again and again and again. I mean, one of the best positions they abandoned was the vaccine, because if you remember, during the campaign, they portrayed the vaccine as if President Trump and Barron we're making it for the school science fair themselves, <laughs> you know? No, exactly. It's, the, all of it. I mean, that, that one in particular, the, the veracity with which they try to tell people do not under any circumstances get the vaccine. Three months later, all of a sudden, it's the only option. Everyone has to have it. I mean, th- I think people get whiplash constantly with the Democrats, but it's, it's why Their poll numbers are so bad. It's why nobody – I mean, you look at Joe Biden, obviously, in particular, but on every front, the Democrats know they're in trouble because it's all of these dumb arguments that they just – they contradict themselves on 
constantly and you look at our disinformation czar now i mean this you know there's just so much of it that i think people take a step back and they look and they say are we living in a movie right now is this real life and unfortunately it's real life in the united states of america if you can even believe it jimmy oh it's psychotic and i know we're being uh, in the rest of the world i do believe we are the highest rated sitcom on the planet like i think the rest of the world just throws on like msnbc or cnn and just laughs at all the performative outrage and horror and the, all the gender ridiculousness. Um, I, I agree there. Uh, Larry Trump's on the line, if you're just joining us, by the way. Um, and I think one of the funny parts of this right now, Lara, is when you hear them saying, well, this SCOTUS leak, which would send Roe back to the states, this is the end of gay marriage and interracial marriage. They're basically trying to get everybody upset because they don't have anything specific they can run on when it comes to their record. Like, you can't look at the, the Democrat job of the last two years and pinpoint an issue that's going to do well for them at the polls. So they're now running on Republicans want to kill all of you. If you're gay, if you're a yeah. transgender child. But we're the extremists. That's the part I think is so crazy is, like, we're the ones saying, hey, could you not kill babies? And they're like, how dare you, you extremist psycho? Like, what world are we living in? I just, it's, it's so crazy sometimes. What a time to be alive, truly. But, you know, the, the problem they have, too, Jimmy, is that they, the Democrats cannot pass the buck along to somebody else and say, wait a minute, this was your fault because they control the White House, they control the House, they control the Senate. They have been essentially running the country now for 18 months. And, I mean, I, I heard my friend Judge Jeanine Pirro say it recently, everything has gone to hell in a handbasket in America, and it is thanks to these folks. So they can't say, well, wait a minute, the Republicans are controlling this area. No, we're not. So it's on them, everything that's happened. But you're right, the fact that they have absolutely no achievement to point towards, they have nothing positive that they've been able to do for the American people. They haven't made people's day-to-day lives easier. If anything, it has become, become exponentially harder just to get by, just to get through a day, fill up your gas tank, go to the grocery store, feed your family. Just dealing with life has become harder thanks to the Democrats. So, yes, they are now just in complete free fall, and they're saying we're just going to throw anything out there, see what sticks. Oh, wait a minute. This isn't even anything official with the Supreme Court. It does not ban abortion. It goes back to the states, which I might remind them is basically how our country was founded. Our mm-hmm. founders never wanted there to be centralized power mm-hmm. in the Washington, D.C. federal government. It, it was supposed to be dispersed among we the people throughout the states to vote on these things that is all this decision would do but then all of course of course they're just the hysteria that we're banning everything and everyone's done that's it that's the the narrative you're getting from the democrats oh it's so true we're talking to lara trump who you could absolutely copy off of on a history test how about that uh, nope. <laughs> nobody's copying off me. Although I'll be honest, Larry Trump, I did pass a lot of tests in high school. Not a lot of drug tests, but I passed a lot of academic tests. Wow. And that's not that's not nothing, right? You know, not nothing. Um, not nothing. Let, let me throw this one at you. Mitt Romney out in Utah. Uh, last night had to admit the obvious, which is if your father-in-law wants to come back down the escalator. I'm assuming you'd have to come back down the escalator. How else would you do it? The only way to do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would love it. The escalator part two? That would be amazing. So Mitt Romney said, you know, it's his nomination to lose uh, if he wants to come down and, and take it. Uh, and I do think you probably agree with that. But my question is, knowing uh, that President Trump's endorsements went 22-0 and in primaries this week, does that, you think, make him more likely or could he not 
possibly be any more likely than he already is. Because I do happen to know on good authority that he's hustling a lot of golf matches right now, and that can be addictive. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really top priority at this point. I thought you were going to say, would he ask Mitt Romney to be his... Oh, God, no! Would you stop it? He would ask Hunter Biden before he would ask Mitt Romney. <laughs> at least Hunter... At least, is a, yeah, go ahead. This is a comedy show, right? Yeah, no, 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 for sure. <laughs> um, no, I, look, I think that it, it certainly reflects... And yeah, you're right, this week he's 22-0, but in this cycle, with his primary endorsements, he's 55-0. and 0. Those are pretty solid uh, numbers to have behind you. So I think it just reinforces the fact for everyone watching, for everyone paying attention, for everyone interested, that the momentum is behind Donald Trump, that the support from the Republican Party is behind Donald Trump, that a lot of the country, I'm going to say over half the country at this point is behind Donald Trump. So, you know, if I can get him off the golf course, I'll certainly ask him the question and I'll get back to you on that. But, um, but yes, I think it is a very positive sign, not just for Republicans, but gosh, for America, don't we need him back? We need him back now more than we ever did. I hear it every day from people. Lara, I would take at this point, I would take any Trump they, they would give me except you. I would take Barron. I would take the dungeon <laughs> who wants to run if Eric wants to run. I'm, I'm in. I'm in any Trump you want to throw at me. Thank you. I would. I mean, honestly, I would love I would love Melania. I mean, think about Melania Trump. I, I come back to this a lot. OK, and it's just like it's a thing I do if she if she crosses my mind. No first lady in the history of this country was more uh, underappreciated and underutilized than Melania Trump. And I think you would agree as someone who knows her, if she was married to a Democratic president, being as lingual as she is, being as self-made as she was as a supermodel, Melania Trump would have her name on like 12 buildings in Washington right now if she was married to a Democrat, no? Oh, my gosh. Well, not only that, could you imagine our entire family, how differently we would have been treated? I mean, oh. the whole thing. I, sometimes I think about it, and it's honestly, it's mind-boggling. You're right. Melania Trump should have graced the cover of every single magazine out there as our first lady, as someone, as you just pointed out, who in her own right was such an accomplished individual, um, a person who became an American citizen, who lived out the American dream, who, I mean, my gosh, she's not hard on the eyes either. <laughs> but what did you say? Nobody did any of that stuff. Never once did anyone approach her about any of the things you just referenced. And the mm -hmm. only reason is because she was married to a man who won as a Republican that is the only reason. And it's, it's really kind of sick if you sit back and think about it, because it, you're right. If, if there was just a D behind the name instead of an R, things would be absolutely different. Um, sort of That's sad so to see. But if there's a second time around, which, again, I cannot confirm, nor can I deny, I think we need to get, get a, a petition going to get her on, on the cover of some magazines, get some buildings named after her, at least a soccer field or something. Yo, I got it, man. I think that's a, a soccer field. <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, very soccer. I'm just, I'm just, I, no, I get it. I get it. But it doesn't to me. It just it didn't sound ambitious enough. Like I had her name on federal buildings. You're like, yeah, we could we could name like there's a pizza place down the street from the White House. We'll call it Melania's Pies. You know, no, tell, tell, tell Melania that one of us stood up for her. Uh, by the way, I'll let her know which one. Last question. How are the men in your life handling the fact that Joy Behar is calling for a sex strike? That must be devastating. No. 
I think the most men in general in America are probably have going to cry themselves to sleep tonight, and and not because they're upset about it, just the general visual that that accompanies that. Not really, a, not a strong one. For you know Lots the most. You know, you know, the most awkward moment when she called for it on The View and everybody was clapping is you could hear her <laughs> husband cheering from the front row. He was like, yeah, thank God. He's been waiting his whole life for this. I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure God. he leaked the SCOTUS draft. I think it was Joy Behar's <laughs> husband who got it out there. A lot of cheap shots, Lara Trump. But, hey, I'm in the same state as you. That doesn't happen enough, so I'm in a good mood. Yeah, that's I, right. I am heading to the improv tonight. I, I, I don't think you're going to keep your campaign promise and show up. But if I need bail money, can we hit you up? Yeah, you can let me know. You know where to find me. Just come to the other side of the state. I'll be there. <laughs> All right, Lara Trump, it's a deal. You're the best, pal. And that's going to do it for the Fox Across America game ball back on Monday with Molly Hemingway, as respected and esteemed of a person as there is working in political commentary today. I'm going to have to really class it up. <laughs> She's going to have to really dumb it down, but we're going to make some radio magic. Until then, have a phenomenal weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.